I'm Kaylin. And I'm Heather. And this is We Need Closure. We Need Closure. Always be closing. Hello, I live here. Always be closing. I've never been to your apartment. So real. What else do we need? We need closure. Heather, have you ever thought about the fact that today's podcasts are basically like our moms listening to the radio in the car in the 90s? Uh, no. I haven't thought about that. But now that you've said that, maybe so. All yeah. I'm thinking is like sitting in the backseat of my mom's yeah. car and like Dr. Laura is blaring and she's like giving some God awful opinion and I'm like cringing at the thought. And now I'm like, oh my God, I do that. Yeah. I'm listening to podcasts where they're just rifling off yeah. their opinion yeah. and my kids in the backseat. And I'm like, oh my God, here we are. I, know. I, I am my mother, I guess is what I just wanted to tell you. Well, and my kids love to listen to this. Oh, like, they it's, um, they're our biggest they fans. love it. Oh, great. Yeah. So I, you know, once we reach that level of like not really being kid friendly, I feel like I'm going to have to. Like I need to clean it up. Yeah. We need to turn it you off. You need to okay. clean it up. I do. <laughs> Keep it together. Hey, did you do your job this week? Yes, I did do my job this week and it was good. It was good. Yeah. Successful. Successful. I feel like you got a few in sweet, sweet pending. I did. Okay. Now I've got one in option period. Okay. Inspection tomorrow. Oh, so, you know, I'm like doing like, I'm not even Catholic and I'm like crossing you right yep. now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we'll dribble some holy water on you Save before you leave. Um, I did my job this week too. I closed a house. We're going to put in an offer Every today. Every week you're like, I just had a closing, closing, I, it's closing. It's one of those things that it's like, it sounds like it's more than it is. It's probably the same one I talked about last week. <laughs> You've closed the same house 12 <laughs> times this year. Is that what you're saying? I'm so successful. Um, but okay. We don't need to, we don't need to chit chat today, no. Heather. We are so excited because we have a friend, mm-hmm. a friend of the pod and a fan of the pod yes. as our guest today. Miss Casey Strawn is joining us straight out of Hotlanta, Texas. Just kidding. It's Atlanta, Texas, which we recently learned has a claim to fame in that Ellen DeGeneres went to the same high school as Casey. Shout out. Shout out. Her mom actually owned the t- the salon in town and did um, Tracy Lawrence's hair, who lived oh there. Gosh. Again, I just, these facts, I don't have anything exciting like this. So we've got to share things CMT. about Casey. King. Casey currently lives in Fort Worth with her husband and two children. She attended Texas Christian University where she got her undergrad in advertising. And she actually has a master's in history, which I do want to talk to her about. She's been in real estate for nine years. She is currently with the Burt Ladner Brokerage in Fort Worth. And we are welcoming her to the podcast today. Hello, Casey. Y'all are so fun. Thank you. (laughs) My kids are big fans of the podcast too. And I I will say my daughter let me know that you said asshole. Okay. So now you know. See, it's always you. Why are children listening? (laughs) When am I going to listen if I'm not listening with kids in the car? They're always with me. You're entirely right. I've got to understand our demographic. I mean, at this, it's children. So I will clean it up. Will you tell your daughter I'll clean it up? Or I'll get a no. She she likes it. Okay. Yeah. She's not. Feels just like a little bad. Like when we play rap for our kids, like the stuff we listen to in high school, right? And it's just the tinge naughty. So Casey, I think you know that the way you can get on this podcast is if you have a story. And with nine years in real estate, you've got to have something to share with Heather and I. Okay. My first experience with realizing that like all wheels are off and anything can happen, and you just got to roll with it. In real estate, like my in real estate was my third closing and it was at McKnight and 
this was a couple that I'd gotten off Zillow. I think you've worked on Zillow. So like I have been really fortunate. I've gotten really great clients off Zillow, but you never really know the backstory. So this is a couple, they're married. They work together. They don't have the same last name, but that's pretty common. So I don't think anything of it. And then we're finally getting to closing and the wife runs to the bathroom and she texts me from the bathroom and she's like, we have to leave. Oh my God. And I was like, no, no. No, we're closing. I'm getting my check. Like, y'all were so much work. We're not leaving. And she says, well, um, I just saw a girl that works here. She's an assistant for one of the other closers, but she used to work at our company. They worked together. She used to work at our company. She still has a lot of connections there. And she can't know that we're married because we are, we are not supposed to be married. Oh, my God. We, we work oh together. So what? this is at the actual title company at close, like day of closing, like two minutes from two signing minutes. papers. Okay. And I'm like, well, I don't know what to tell you. So she, so I tell Gretchen, Gretchen was the closer at the time. Okay. This is when she was still there. And she said, no problem. I mean, she acted like she'd seen it so oh, many times. Yeah. I'm sure they do. <laughs> and we're getting her on next. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. They have the best. Oh yeah. Um, like a lot of drunk closings. Oh. Like, you know, she's told me a lot of stories, like people show up drunk. Anyway. Well, Cause they went out to celebrate beforehand. Or like divorces. <sighs> yeah. Like I'm going to. I don't know if it's I celebration can. or like drowning your sorrows. Yeah. I don't know. Oh anyway. So she says, tell her to go out the back door, meet me at her car. And she closed the whole thing in their car. You're joking. And I left because I'm like, I'm just like a useless body at this I'm point. I'm here to get my check. Oh, right. Casey. Call me when my check's call ready. Me. This yeah. is wild. Mm. She handled the entire thing incognito in the, car in the car because there was a person in there who couldn't know that they this were married. This is a secret marriage. Yes. What? Yeah, because they work together and oh, well, company rules. Now everyone knows. <laughs> now they know. I'm. They're definitely listening. Casey, we t- exactly. We talk about the fact of how many different hats we have to wear. And again, like, what do you like? A PI? Therapist, yeah, yeah. And a PI. Yeah. I told Heather this week I'm adding firefighter to our oh, business no. card. Well, because we're just putting out fires, like oh, little fires totally. everywhere, if you will. Oh, that is bizarre. Okay, but you did close it. Oh yes, it closed okay. and I still send them, you know, cheesy postcards every time I close a house and they have, I apparently know, that was nine years ago. They, oh. I'm like, are you all ready to sell? They are may have moved yeah. on. Are, y'all, are, are, you, are guys, you legally married now? Are you now? legally married now and ready to just <laughs> tell the world? Public. Tell yeah. the world. Tell oh, them you'll help announce gosh. it on this podcast. Well, I think at the closing table is, I go to a lot of closings. Um, it's just sometimes it's a little awkward because it's, Especially when they go over like the, your aliases, like, especially on the female side, like oh. it'll tell you like what's come up when they pull your credit and like, you know, um, and sometimes it's like 12 names no. and one time I did have somebody, a, t- a couple across from me and they were like, the husband was like, wait, what? Oh, you're kidding. Because it wasn't anything near like what her, her actual they, name was. Most of it is them misspelling your name yeah. or adding the wrong initial. But this was a completely different last name. And they had to step outside no. and kind of have had a conversation. I think she had been married before. Oh, my God. But that's the thing. They don't, like, you know, here you are just sitting there with them with your closing basket. And you're like. <laughs> <laughs> Champagne. Champagne. Ready to celebrate. And they came back in and closed. But I'm sure they had some conversations after okay, that. Okay. You yeah. guys are I way know. better realtors than I am. I tell my clients. I am happy to be at closing with you. I am going to sit there. And I am going to stare at you while you sign 
400 pieces of paper in which all I will do is distract you because I can't be quiet. So I'm just going to sit there and talk to you. We're chatting. And the the closer is always looking at me like, for the love of God, we've got another appointment behind this one. Shut your trap. Let them close. So I do bring the gift. I give them a big hug, you know, whatever it is. And then I mosey on my way. Yeah, that's That's probably better. That's probably better. I tell the same joke at every closing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> One of my first clients was my, my best friend from college was getting, she was engaged to um, a, an NFL player. And so he was, he was my actual first closing ever. It was a FISBO. It was totally like just jump head first. Aren't, oh. aren't all first closing for sale by owners? Yeah. Mine was least, a short sale. It was took it? six yes. months to close. And mine was a for sale by owner. Absolutely. Welcome to real estate. Yeah. That's right. But so he like <laughs> made this joke in my very first closing, like, oh, I usually get paid to sign this or something. Like he was not that. Famous. important but I always tell that joke like it's so much signing isn't it like you're a professional now oh by the way I, <laughs> I usually give <laughs> my first closing was an NFL player and he said yeah I normally you I should just say this thing every time pretty much I do pretty that, much that's why I'm like I don't need to go I don't I'm need to like go oh I'm the worst commentary. oh I, yeah I know why aren't we bringing like fancy monogrammed pens that actually probably should be part of our closing gifts is like here this is the Here's one thing I can there you go <laughs> Thing I can contribute. Casey, did you have any other stories you wanted to share? Yes. So another situation was I had a listing just off Magnolia and that can always be kind of hit or miss, but it was a newer build townhome. It was vacant. The seller lived in Austin. He had rented it out. He was so over it. Like, I don't even know if I'd met him at this point. He's like, just get it sold. Can you sell this? And so it was like during the the big winter storm. So people weren't showing houses when it was negative four. Yeah. So we didn't have really many showings. And then finally we get one showing. It was Joseph Romero with Williams True. I don't know if y'all have ever worked with him. He's such a doll. And Joseph, I'm so glad come on the podcast. Him. Yes. He would be so fun. Shout out. Um, he does a lot of traveling. He would have a lot of interesting stories, I'm okay, sure. Great. But he calls me. He's like psycho calling me. And I'm like out of town, you know, because I'm not, I'm not just in town That's, selling real estate. I'm doing no, I have a life. I have a life. <laughs> I went out last night, okay? <laughs> and I'm like, I look at my phone and I hadn't had it for a little while and there's like eight calls. So I finally call him back. I'm like, oh, are you showing my listing? He's like, yeah, the police are here. <gasps> I'm like, oh no. And I'm, I feel really bad that he's having to deal with this by himself. Like I'm the listing agent. Isn't this my responsibility? And he's like, yeah, I'm showing my client. She drove in from Corpus Christi. What is that? Like a million hours? A million hours. So they're, and it's like 10 a.m. on Sunday and they're looking around downtown the townhome and then they finally get upstairs and there's a giant passed out man upstairs in the master bedroom. The squatters, y'all. Face down. Oh. Not moving. Naked. (gasps) Oh. And so... (laughs) So he calls the police, which is the right thing to do. I would have, I don't know. I would have just like run. I don't know. Oh, I would have ran. I would have ran. He clearly had been like bathing himself in the master, the primary bathroom. And so I'm like, this is our only showing. So I'm like, oh, Oh I really, I really thought that you were calling to tell me you had an offer. And he's like, yeah, we do. We're going to send you an offer in a couple hours. Oh my gosh. She's still, she still bought it. Even though clearly the potential of somebody having a little much fun on Saturday night. And strolling into your house and a naked squatter. Out. I mean, I guess it, this is like he's not a squatter. I think he just. I think he just found it. Found it. It was you know negative four. He needed a warm place and figured out how to get in. Uh, I don't know. I don't know to be shocked or sad or I, I know. I, I don't know. I, bad. I know. Like, this was it was vacant and yeah. nobody was using it. So go warm up. Yeah. But yeah. Once you know that there's been somebody like breaking and entering, 
and sleeping on the couch and like, I don't know how many, how, how, were there others? Were there more? Is he going to come back? Is he going to come back? I and have, she still went through with it. I've asked on this podcast, what, what is it that, you know, about a buyer that can look past something or cannot? I mean, I, I've, we've used this stupid example of a taxidermy. Why didn't we, this, this right here, well, because you were able was, to look past yeah. a large naked man. It was 2021 spring. Like, there was no, there was no inventory. It was right on Magnolia. Yeah, so it doesn't people matter. Like, oh, I, can walk I, thought, home. I thought you were going to say, we'd seen it all at that point. Oh. It's 2021. <laughs> Nothing no. could get oh, weirder. No. Oh, I'm, I, I don't even really have that many weird stories. Like when y'all tell these stories, I'm like, oh, I, I've never walked into a, a birthday party accidentally. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I have not seen it all. Heather's I'm, special. Yeah, I am. No, next level. Like I've had the, co- I've, I've had twice where I set the alarm off, you know, and the cops came. I set the alarm off a lot, but most of the time the, the cops, cops don't, don't come. come. And so now we know who's paying that bill and who's not. Right. <laughs> Didn't even know there was a bill to be paid, but. Um, you gotta, you gotta get the permit. That's right. Yes. But the most awkward thing is, is like the alarm's going like off so loud and I'm still trying to proceed with the, sh- with the oh, yeah. showing. I'm like, and right through here is the, the primary bedroom. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> and, um, it's just it so awkward. It's so it's, bad. It, again, we're trying to be professional. We're trying to act like we know what we've talked about. Th- these people are in some retrospects paying us. And yet here we are. Here we are. Oh, okay. I just have to say, Joseph, well, this poor guy walking into this house oh. and being, you know, faced with that. I heard one recently where it was kind of a similar thing where the listing agent had the house. It was vacant. And if you guys think about it, we don't always pop over to these vacant houses. Like, like as long as ever, at literally ever, we're like, okay, I, it's still standing. You know, I'm sure everything's fine. Well, I have one I go to daily. So. Oh, do you? <laughs> Just to check? Just to make sure, you're a good realtor, Heather. You're a good realtor. Depends and on the client. There's, I think I just started. That's yeah. right. There's, so I the way I think about it is okay. Everything's fine as long as the heat and electricity or whatever is on. It's going to be great. Well, what I don't think about are the critters that can get in. And the the story I heard recently was someone had had a listing and they got a call from a buyer's agent and said the smell in here is so bad. I I Something's cannot bad. show it. They turn the corner in the kitchen and it's like the world's largest dead rat has like died in the kitchen. So it wasn't even like somebody left something in the freezer. We've all heard about those stories. I mean, an animal had got in and died. And again, the things you're like, I mean, what do you even do? What do you, do you call someone to go remove that? I don't even know. Um, it- I get a shovel. I'm just listener. I wish you could see Casey and Heather's <laughs> face right now. I'm definitely not doing it myself. They're a little I'm not queasy. A shovel. <laughs> They're not going to do I it. I would themselves. probably just call Dusty. The amount of things that Dusty's had to do, like I'm pretty I sure I sold you a house yes. with a dead rat in it. Probably cute. Well, and I was going to say, like, I was so excited that you came because you are like literally my favorite realtor outside of league to like do a deal with. When I have a client that sends me a house. You work a lot in the neighborhoods that I work, Fairmount, Ryan Place, yeah. And I'll I always look up the agent first because I'm like, what am I going? What am I dealing? What am I in for? What am I stepping into? And when I see your name, I'm like, yes, we're actually doing one. Talking to me very much. (laughs) She's going to be ignoring my calls. Well, what I love about you is that like we're actually working a deal together right now, and like. You know, you have so much grace because both of us, I'm like, oh, I forgot to schedule. <laughs> no, the inspector. And she's like, oh, I forgot to tell. I'm like, great. I, yeah, I forgot to. Yeah, this is the. The inspector shows up. Shows up. We don't know that the inspector is no. coming. Oh, no. Never because scheduled it's not it. Never scheduled it. It's not listed. Okay. So like normally, to Heather's credit, normally the inspector schedules 
through, the through showing time. Through showing I time. get the confirmation from the inspector. And I'm like, oh, good. But didn't think about, nobody told the seller. Well, y'all, those off-market ones, they do take it to it. It's a different thing. Different. We don't have all the equipment we need. I'm going to say that. We don't have all the technology we need to remind us. So, But thank have, God it's you. And so I'm like, sellers, oh, <laughs> hey. Casey. I'm pretty sure they sleep naked. And that was, they, <gasps> they were really like... I, they were like, most of my sellers would be like, oh, you know, it's eight o'clock. Like yeah, we're ready. We're gone. But they both work from home. And I don't know that they sit in their, in front of their computers until like nine. They were really, really thrown off by this. I'm oh. like, what was the big deal? Were y'all naked? Like, why were you so upset that an inspector showed up unannounced? Well, I mean, no, they are saints because I feel like I would want to make sure everything was like, okay, do we need to fix that leak or no, That's I'm just right. joking. Looking but like, fantastic. you need to... Casey, but her and I were like, just tell them just to get ready, you know, like, and they were amazing. Back in an hour, yes. So you, you two are imagining heaven, which I love. Like, it's the ideal deal. We did another one in Ridgely North, and I think it was a family member of yours or something. And I didn't tell you, was it until after? Until after that, like this deal almost fell out like (laughs) eight times, and and you got to hold it together. You can't tell them. I Mm -mm. can't. I mean, I I think I told you once. And you were like, okay, what, like, we what do we need to do? We need to do but this is, I feel like this is why you're such a good agent because I feel like if my people are trying to back out, I'm like, okay, you know, <laughs> we'll find something else. You're like, no, 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 this is a good, this is a good buy. Well, we talked about that a little bit on last week's uh, episode also about just like, I don't know, the commitment we have to doing this and just a quick sidebar. We asked you to come on because you are our, our friend, obviously, and, and you are a, a fan of the pod, but it really was just to hear you say naked in your accent. Naked. Yeah. I've got more naked stories. You either have to have a story or a really amazing accent. The only two ways to get on this podcast. Oh, I'm a slam dunk for this. Yes. You you are. I was going to say, Casey, you and I haven't done a deal together, but I will say you have worked with people I know as their listing agent. And I will say, I have seen that they went to put their house on the market and I almost angrily scrolled down to the bottom like well who did they pick and I saw it was you I was like oh perfect okay (laughs) well then they're in good hands and that is absolutely the right decision okay but okay to your point is it better or worse when it's somebody you like or know that's the listing agent or because sometimes I'm like I want to be mad I just lost a deal (sighs) to another agent who is a fabulous agent and y'all the the Mm. reason why I lost it is because they sent me an email that I never saw Casey. And so I never responded to it. <laughs> and I don't know if you're like me, but that will eat me alive oh, for months. No, I mean, you can't be in sales and not be hard no. on yourself. So it's like, I am my own worst enemy. I have plenty of time to come do podcasts, but I That's do right. not have time to check my email. <laughs> but then it's like, I love that I question love this though. other agent. I know. And I'm like, I'm not as mad about it as I, I would be if it was like some fly by night, like going to do a terrible, oh, it's going to turn out terrible because you chose that agent. No, it's going to be great. And she's going to sell it and it's going to be beautiful. And they're going to have a great experience. I'm so glad you asked that question though, because Heather and I have talked a little bit about this actually, especially on last week's episode. And if it is another, let's say a league agent or you or someone that I like, I at least feel like, okay, good. You chose the right fit for you. That's who I would have chosen. That's right. Like, you know, and it was, you clearly, they clearly had a rapport with you or a relationship with that, whatever agent it is that I like, but nothing changed my bleep more than when I see somebody that I'm like, they're not going to be the right fit for you. And I absolutely would have been, by the way, how, how arrogant. Oh, <laughs> I'm the right fit for you. No one else is. Well, don't I mean, you know how great I'm going to be to work with. Yeah. I mean, don't you think that most 
the stereotype of realtors is we are pretty full of ourselves. Well, you can't do this job. Okay, this is what gets me about real estate is nobody tells you that you have to take 15 headshots a year and in different poses. And some people it comes natural to Carly in my office. I don't know if y'all, she lives on your street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen her portraits? Amazing. Stunning. Amazing. I mean, they did this, she and another girl in our office had this blog selling the fort and it was amazing and- Oh, they're like they're so like natural. realtors and models, right? Yeah, okay, I nobody didn't tells sign you up you, for you that. need to be a model. No. Yeah, I, so I take vid- I take some like photographs with her photographer. She's like, "Well, Carly does this," so I try to do it. And my husband sees it, and he's like, "Oh, that's so cute! You're scratching your ear." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "No, I'm oh, she's to trying like- to do like the natural, like cute and coy." Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I haven't reached that level. Neither have I. I was going to say, I love that your brokerage is out there like making you guys professional models because Heather and I are just trying to look not dumb. (laughs) Make sure you have makeup on, maybe. You, Heather, you just brought up a great point about uh, like our realtors, do do they have to have like a little bit of, you know, high self-esteem maybe is the word to do this? Because I do think about that actually for anybody in sales, right? Like, hey, I can you know, coordinate this transaction with a strategic way. And I am confident in my abilities. Right. But I started to think about this when I just saw that your undergrad was in advertising, which actually mine was as well. Mm-hmm. Heather, you were, you, you were marketing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So same thing. All using our degrees. Okay. All using our degrees. But this is what I was going to say, but no one is talking to you about being a residential real estate agent in undergrad or whatever, no. I guess, schooling that you've done. And that's what I was kind of laughing about thinking like, well, how the hell do you get into this? And so I I would love to know, Casey, how did you get into this? League Real Estate is a proud sponsor of the We Need Closure podcast. Always ready to serve, League is a full-service brokerage made up of a community of agents dedicated to meaningful service and creative media representing Tarrant, Parker, and Johnson Counties. For more information about working with League, go to leaguere.com. Okay, it's funny. Okay, because I am your number one fan. I, going back to how you got into it as you felt like you could do a better job. I did. So I recently have had like three or four of my own clients get their real estate license. Oh, so now I'm paranoid. Yeah. I'm like, did they think did they, they could think do Did they think they could do better? And hey, all, this whole time I thought it was because I make it look so glamorous and fun. I never thought of that, even after you've said your reason why you got in. Oh, no. And now we're thinking of all the people okay. who've got their license. But my, my real estate agent from when we bought our, we, she, she sold us two houses in our second house. Her, we went to dinner after it closed and her husband said, you know, you should get your real estate license. Allison's getting her broker's license and going to start her own brokerage. You could be like, hang your hat under her. Yeah. Well, by the time I get my license, she's having a baby and she's like, I can't take you on. Just right. kidding. So it didn't work out. <laughs> Just kidding. But I think about that, like it was very casual and loose. And then I ended up doing it. I'm like, why, why, why didn't I do this right out of college? Nobody told me I could no. do this. Exactly. Nobody told me that this was, I could make money doing this. Yeah. And then it has, and then it has perks and benefits and you can actually be really good at it. Yes. And I, I think about that too. I've had a lot of careers actually, mm-hmm. you know, just in general. And I, I, it was my husband who looked at me and said, you could do this. And I'm going, why is no one in school saying this? Why is nobody actually saying, cause the only, the only education I can think of is the commercial real estate side. Obviously, there's several universities that within the business school, they have like a commercial real estate side of things, which again, steer you that direction. <laughs> yeah, that's well, not for me. But, but what about this side? Why do we get left out? Well, and I do feel like I don't know your age and I forget your age every day, <laughs> but like when we, when I graduated somewhat in the same time, like our vision or our idea of what a realtor was, was kind of just 
older and all yes pantsuits picture of them on the side of their car like the dazzle name tag because there wasn't social media there wasn't there wasn't even like mls i mean they still you know some i'm not that old but they would have actual books that yeah listed the houses we didn't want to be that like there's not even one part of me that like just wanted to jump to middle-aged woman with my picture so but now it's different now it's like all about social media and all about like everyone can do this you are don't you feel kind of like the older one now like no not everyone can do this yeah but then i'm like i mean if i can do it true oh yeah yeah, yeah. anyone can anyone can see your humbleness is astounding no because heather and i are like no absolutely not but i i love that you said that heather because when i first started in this business people would ask me how do you how do you get clients because i didn't do zillow and a lot of those things and i actually said because it feels like they're calling a friend. They don't want to call their mom's friend. It yes. feels too serious. Mm-hmm. It feels too intense. When they call me, they're calling a friend and we're just gonna go look at some houses. Yeah. And before they know it, they're closing on a house. And that actually, ha- intentionally or not, was my strategy at the beginning of this career was just, hey, like, no worries. Like, just let me know, we'll go look at it. And I wanna say for several years of, of me being in this business, that's exactly how I got clients. It was just, again, what we've already talked about, this is relational, right? Yes. But it also is a, maybe a mo- more modern version of what we all knew this to be. And that's why it isn't talked about in other respects. Yeah. Yes. I mean, there you go. And so you just literally it. casually got into it. So you're sitting at dinner and someone's like, you should do this. And you go, okay. And I'm going to do what it. What were you doing at the time? I was teaching college history. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. And, y'all. And I was 28. So like, <laughs> I look, there, there are men who are going back to college, like after retiring. So there's like a 65 year old man in my class. And I'm talking about Reagan, who was the president when I was born. Was right. And, and he's like, he thinks you're 12. No, no. <laughs> I lived through it. Yeah. And he actually was so kind, but he yeah. was like, yeah. And he would give some anecdotes. Oh. I was so bad. Oh. I was so bad at it. I would have loved to be a fly on the wall, like 28 okay, year old Casey teaching history. You can, you history. can still pull up the reviews on ratemyprofessor.com. Oh, under, do y'all remember under, that? Under my maiden name. Yeah. Listener, please do that. And then please share it on our Instagram account. This would be perfect. But I got that first check. Oh. And I was like, Bye. Bye. See ya. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not teaching these little 18 year olds. Less than a lease agreement. I would imagine like those, you know, you know how puny those checks are. I know it's very sad. It is sad. Those teachers really are very knowledgeable, but Anyway, I never hey, looked teachers, back. check out real estate as a profession. You you might like it. Casey did it. My first broker told me he hires teachers because they're very good at explaining things. <gasps> Brilliant. Okay. Well, we're thrilled that you're in this industry because we have a so blast with you, obviously. Yes. So in all, in the nine years that you've done this, I mean, can you think of, and, and Heather and I talk about, you know, the best part of the highlights of our job, you know, and then we also talk about the things that are a little bit more of a pain in our side. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you have those that kind of, what gets you out of bed every morning to keep being the great realtor that you are? Well, I have become friends with almost all of my clients, like even my Zillow clients. Like I've been so fortunate. I haven't gotten really very many weirdos at all. Most of them are (laughs) awesome. Same. I love it. And so we've become friends and, you know, they'll invite me to go to pickleball. And like that to me, because I am very much a people person, that is what's so fun to me. But my, my best memory was I got a phone call, like a phone duty call right out of like baby realtor with a lender who said, I've got a client here and he's been looking for a house for so long and no agents want to help him. Oh, 
red flag, right? Yeah. Huge will flag. you help him? Yes, I will. Yes. Okay. Oh, yes. He's pre-qualified for $80,000 yes. for a VA loan. Okay. Yes. He wants, he really was not asking for a lot, but he wanted a shed in his garage. Okay. So he wanted a garage. Cause that was good. That'd be pretty tough he on that budget. He wanted a garage. Yeah, he wanted a be, roof. Like, <laughs> what are you thinking? What is he thinking? So we, and we found it. And like to, oh. the, to this day, like my oh. commission was what? A thousand dollars. Probably. But I Before felt like taxes. I did my job and I helped this man, a veteran who like. A veteran that you feel like you were able to pay back a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Like the fact that nobody else was helping him. I felt bad. And like, probably now if I'd gotten that call, I would be one of those people, but right. I was just young enough to where I was like, fine, I'll do it. And it, Anyway, and it oh, paid off. I love that. Yeah. What a perfect example, though, of like, especially when you're starting in any new industry. And I, I feel the need to suddenly be prolific about it. But I'm like, take that call. See yeah. what happens. Like, you never know how that can turn things around for somebody else. Did you do phone duty? Did either of y'all ever do phone duty? I think um, I did it once. So, no. I mean, I did it once. Uh, at so least, both once. <laughs> both once. Um, but no, it wasn't required when I was with, um, Keller Williams, it was not required of us. And, um, no, I didn't. Well, even just within the past nine years, since we've mm-hmm. all been doing it, I feel like it's become way more cell phone. So like you don't get phone right. duty as much, but anyway, those first few weeks of phone duty were life changing. Oh, I'm sure. I, the ones I still laugh at, I mean, I'm not laughing, but I've got a listing, right? And it's clear it's pending, you know, and I'll get someone that calls that drove by and most people understand, Hey, that one, that one's set to close next week. And I'll get the people that are like, if anything falls through, you give me a call. I'd like to buy it. And I'm like, Thank you. Absolutely. It's going to close. I it's know. not, I'm glad you saw my sign. Thank you. Better you for knock calling. on wood. I, <laughs> no kidding. It ain't closed till that uh-uh. check is deposited. Uh-uh. Okay. We have talked about have that. Have you learned we- anything? <laughs> you go ahead and show that house to him. Dude. And, and give it a client. <laughs> but no, but she's. No, totally. Totally. She's busy doing our podcast. That's right. right. Well, I do have this job too. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So that's that, that's a great part of your job. Yeah, what is maybe that. the pain in your side? What is the least part of your job? What makes you want to stay in bed in the morning? <laughs> the inspection reports. <laughs> oh, I, I can't stand them. I still I can't stand them. I still get hives when I see that it's in my inbox. <sighs> Pit in my stomach. Do I have to read it? Do I have to read it? Like I still am on the fence. Like I'm not the client. Nobody says I have to read the whole I thing. I read the whole thing. I read the whole thing. And the the number one way I think I know if this is going to go south or not is I look at the n- amount of pages mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on that PDF when oh. I open it. Because I remember handing over like an 84-page document mm. one time. And, and the situation was just unique enough that the buyers were like, no, we're still willing to do it. And the seller was like, yeah, I know there's so much wrong with this house. I'm going to help you out. And that actually, wait, side note, that one is one of my weirdest deals. The seller was in the country of Jordan. And he could not get out of lockdown during COVID to go and close. We had to bump closing three or four times. Even our broker, Heather, literally said, Kaylin wins for the absolute weirdest deal because it was not only an international thing, but actually the buyers were tenants purchasing the property. So they were already in the house. They were already in the house. So hence why they were kind of like, hey, we're already here. Otherwise, and it is COVID, where are we going? And we've lived here. We kind of know the problems with it. Not only that, there were three cooks in the kitchen. The way that the lease agreement worked was that the leasing company had to be involved in the transaction 
based on what the contract said, if they ever decide to sell the house to the people living in it. Yes. Seller had already contacted an agent he wanted to work with. So we had three agents on this deal. There was an international lockdown. No, (laughs) two two is too many, (laughs) (laughs) let alone three. And there was an international lockdown and we did get it done. But anyways, that was the longest uh, inspection report I think I've handed over. And luckily it was a friend and we were able to talk through it. And again, these circumstances allowed for them to still purchase it. But holy crap. Where was the house? Um, over by TCU. So we knew it'd be- An older house. Older house. And we knew it'd be a great investment. But my inspector will look at me and he's like, why the hell- are you making me crawl under these nasty houses? He loves when I send him one that's like after 2007. He's like, I'm yes. good. Okay, You're I'm like, good. What are the, I've never sold uh-uh. one that was uh-uh. after no. So With our houses, we go ahead and line up the foundation person and we yeah. line up the all the things. Just get and, them ready to go. Get and them. now, I don't know if Casey, you're like I am, but because we, Casey and I do sell, and you do too, but like, we also sell a lot of older homes. So I've, I've gotten better at kind of like, not warning, but just letting the client know like, Hey, you want an older house? Great. I love older houses too. Here's what we're, here's probably how the inspection is going to go. Like, you know, because I used to not do that. And then they would just kind of like, Oh, you know, young twenties, you want a really charming house Mm -hmm. with a big front porch. And then they get the inspection report and they're like, Oh, just kidding. Like you want a new construction in Benbrook. (laughs) Charming really just equates to the fact that the foundation could be being held up by like literal aluminum cans and I've seen that before. I have too in these in the historical neighborhoods that we sell in the things that they find under those houses that are still holding the foundation up are frightening but what most not well I would say you may disagree like the foundation companies that we work with like will also say homes are not built like this like this home yes obviously aluminum can is probably not the best but like (laughs) Yes. Is this how they build homes? No. But will this, this, this home has been standing for 100 years. Right. Exactly. And it will be. So that's cool too, but it's just different. It's like, different. It's, it's a totally different mindset. And I love, well, I love you use Jay. Yeah. And so he's great because he'll come and look at it and he'll be like, yeah, I mean, there's stuff you could do, but I wouldn't. Right. <laughs> I have, so, so. Cause you can do more damage. Yeah. Like right. it's like a, back surgery. A young, exactly. Like opening yes. up some. Let's not open up the wounds. But I feel like those like first time home buyers and those they're like, can we get some GFCI outlets in the kitchen? No. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Real clients estate call calling. guys. Clients, clients calling. Clients. Sorry. Sorry about that. Get calls. We get any calls and we just say that it's a client call. Sorry, client calls. <laughs> Um, yeah, but the things that we've seen over and over again, we do have to, you try not to be numb to it, especially if you have those first time buyers, cause you are trying to be sensitive and understand that they don't know what that means, that yeah. that GFCI is not grounded. And we totally. see it so often. It's like, no, this house has been standing for 75 years without it. You're actually fine, you know? But again, that's what we're, that's what the, we're there for, right? So, okay. So that's the least favorite part of your job, Casey. The other thing the listeners need to know is that you actually buy and flip or renovate. I, I don't want to call them flips because they are fantastic and amazing. And people should follow you on Instagram to see this gorgeous work. Yes, they should. <laughs> what is your Instagram handle? At Casey Strawn. Perfect. S T R A W N. And we will there put it, it on. We will put it on our Instagram yeah, as well. I'm, I'm going to have so many followers. Are, at least one. <laughs> well, so yes. So I. But going back to what you're talking about, foundation. So I do. I have an investment property in Montana. That's like our special oh, place. My husband's fantastic. very outdoorsy. Yes. And I'm not talking about like Bachelor Gulch Ritz outdoorsy. Like he likes to actually be outside and like real manly stuff. Okay. I was going to ask for an invite, but maybe, you know, no. okay, not no. now. Okay. 
So it's we fine. bought this house, and it's like a hundred years old in Montana. It's oh a co- it's a cottage. I, I hesitate this is to my even dream, say Casey. I hesitate to even say house because people are like, you know, mountain living <laughs> magazine. No, no. Does it have running year, water? It has running water. Does it have an it inside toilet? It has extra running water because it's like <laughs> there's yeah. It has a toilet. It has one toilet, and it's like I have two kids, so we don't need a lot of space. But it, I, I'm learning because we have you know guys that we can call that'll. Be, come tomorrow to look at a foundation. So we get this house and they said, it needs foundation work, run. And I'm like, well, I'm not worried about that. Yeah. I'm from Texas. Yeah, I'm yeah, from Texas. Yeah. And then now I'm realizing we've owned it for two years. And so I'm like, well, I guess I should get that foundation looked at. So we have somebody come. This is a structural engineer. I'm reading it and it sounds really eloquently stated, but I'm reading it. And he says, Buyer should consider tearing structure down and starting over. Oh God, oh and you've God. owned this for two years. I've had tenants and you've been in there, visiting I've been it. Li- and y'all, it's not that bad. And yeah. I'm like, I disagree. I disagree. I don't know where you went to school, but and, but the weird thing about Montana is they have to like dig down low enough to be below oh, the frost yeah. line. Oh, right, right. I don't, I don't know. I know. Well, we would know nothing about that. Yeah. No, I have no, no. Mm-hmm. And that's why I have tenants in it, especially in the winter, because I'm like, um, how does it? How does the snow get shoveled? And they're like, well, we just have a tenant in there, and they manage it oh done done so I have a property manager up there and she's great but it that house needed work yeah um needs work (laughs) asterisk yeah (laughs) but so I am flipping a house it's my first real flip where I start from like the beginning and like and I have I've never intended to like spend a single night in this house so like all my other so we've done it before but it's like houses that we lived in I know that's kind of why we're the same too yeah we don't have we don't ever really go into it with the intention of we're going to live here a couple of years and sell it. It just happens. Yeah. Well, it's, and it's a occupational hazard. You're like, oh, yeah. I could stick a for sale sign. I know. Right here. And point. like all the serotonin. Yes. Boots, and then know. your family just has to go along with it. Oh, but yeah, that's what makes you two even great at that aspect of your jobs. Because when you're renovating and then all of a sudden you start to think you could live there, suddenly the taste level goes to a next level. And not yeah. that you two would do anything that wouldn't have wonderful taste, but do you know, you know what I'm saying? When you're totally. going to pop potentially live in this property it's going to all of a sudden every little detail is beautiful and gorgeous and it's exactly what that buyer would want whereas if you're flipping I mean we're looking at the bottom line we're doing a little we're doing things a little bit differently right yes and so so this flip so this flip. okay so I I don't know if this is how your husband or you have ever bought but it was from a wholesaler okay wait can you talk to us about that process because I'm still a little fuzzy about these details so am I okay so um, so I had met this guy. There's a house over on Sixth Avenue that has like been under contract or under construction for like a decade. And I went and looked at it with this wholesaler. They posted it on the Ryan Place mm-hmm. Facebook page. There was like dog poop everywhere. Ooh. I mean, it was like lovely. It was weird. Anyway, somehow I made a connection over the dog poop with this cute little wholesaler guy. True love. And um, like baby agent, you know, like their his age, yes. his, his real estate number starts with a seven. Oh, yeah. I don't even know. Mine's so, a six. We're right. six. Yeah. We're sixes. Yeah. It's a new generation, kids. Right. Yeah. So anyway, he calls me. He's like, he sends me a bunch of stuff. We went and looked at a couple properties where I was like, no, no. this is like the worst thing I've ever and seen. it's just you, right? doing me which my husband like he's 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 supportive I'm sure he's supportive but like has not very little interest he's working also yes he he owns his own business so he's like actually working right (laughs) not having margaritas at at 10 a.m on a Friday connection Thursday yeah Um, networking so he finally calls me about this house I tell him you know 76110 is my zip code if you get something over there call me he's like okay I've got one 
the showing is at three o'clock. Bids are due at four. Okay. Okay. I can handle that. Absolutely. Know. But he says, you know, here's the thing though. Um, if you get the contract, you'll know that day and then you need to deposit your earnest money or like they call it a down payment or something, deposit, same day. And I'm like, They just well, have their own contract <laughs> rules. This is what they I'm trying, this is what I want to know. I'm yeah. fascinated. Because, so, yeah. Well, and pause real quick. This is why Dusty does not like to call them flips because that yeah. is a traditional flip is a person that gets it and they flip it to another without buyer. Without doing any work. Without doing any work. That's a flip. So I don't know what we would call renovations or whatever, but yes. that's a flip. A co- okay. You're flipping the contract over to- Listener, that's your vocabulary yes. word of the day. That's So that's exactly what they did. It was, you know, they they probably are under contract for like 155000 I'll be specific with this one so that you can get an idea. Perfect. Like, who knows how, sure. like they're all over the place. Yeah. Um, and I'm never doing it again. So this is the only, <laughs> yeah. this is the only reference point I will ever have. First and final. First and final. And, you know, they flip it and the starting bids at 186. And he tells me, um, when you come at three o'clock, there's going to be other people there because it's not like a private showing. It's like, this is the showing. And you are at the house. You find, you do get to go through the house. Okay. The tenants are there though. So I'm like, I don't know why they're here. I don't know. Whatever. This um, is also interesting to me. So He's in, and I, I do some like preliminary comps. I'm like, okay, I feel comfortable at 220, even though like starting bids at 186. I feel up to 220. I don't know how, I don't know what's going on either. But the thing is, you can't wire after four o'clock. Like, let's say I get the contract, you can't wire. So I have to go with my, so if it's over $150,000, your down payment is 7,500. And I have to go with my cashier's check so that I can deposit it same day. So I, before I've even seen the house, I have my cashier's Cashier check, check in for hand for $7,500. And, and you're praying you, and that's the only amount that you can do it for, right? Because you can't go over and you didn't want to go over. Well, so. no. Well, so I don't know what I'm going to offer, but okay. he tells me for every group that's there looking, multiply it times five. So like if there's eight groups there looking, it will go 40,000 over. Oh. Which I'm, I'm like, I should tell my clients that. What a tip. Oh, what a tip. Is it? Oh, Is shoot, it? look at her. I don't look know. At her. I have so many questions. Listen, so, we've got a furrowed brow. So we finally go in. I'm like, oh, fine, 225. I'm getting so like jacked up because <laughs> I'm bet. like, I need to, I've already got my money. Like, You're let's like, just have my the damn thing. Check. She's sweating. Yes. And I, okay, I'm in my work clothes. I've probably had work margaritas. <laughs> That's <laughs> and, why I love Casey. And I pull up and like every other car is a big, giant, jacked up pickup truck. Oh. Like literally eight of them. Red, white, black, and then these guys get out, and like none of them have shirts that are loose on their on their arms. Like oh. all of them have very tight shirts on, big muscles, beards, big big men. They are and jacked up too. Well, they are jacked up. They they fit their truck, and I'm like, well, I can do this too. I was gonna say, listener, Casey is a petite blonde. If that just shows you the <laughs> contrast petite, of this, but like I don't wear tight muscles. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm in just, you know, yeah, here I am. Like I've been showing houses. These guys are not realtors. Right. Like, they're like rational home flippers. Yeah. yeah. And I just get caught up in the frenzy. I offer 225. They call me like two minutes later and say, I got it. And I immediately <gasps> know that I've overpaid. Yes, of course you yes. do. But he's like, no, no, no. The, the other below you was 222, 500. And I'm like, that's fake. Yeah. But okay. <laughs> so. Anyway, so then I'm like, I'm sweating bullets. Like I don't sleep the whole night because I'm like, I can't buy this house. I don't know what I'm doing. I haven't even looked at it. Y'all, they, they bill it to me as a three, two. I, it takes me two months before I realize no, there's only two bedrooms here. Oh my God. 
Casey. Anyway, pictures are today. <gasps> it goes on the market so tomorrow. Cool. It only took me six months. Oh my gosh, Casey, we're gonna go ahead. And we're gonna share that listing yes. on Instagram for you and help oh, you get this you. thing sold. Yes. Absolutely, we are thank here to you. support you. That's what fellow realtors do. Yes, open house Saturday. Okay, great. Oh yay! Well, <laughs> no, well, we'll come visit and act like interested buyers. Of course yeah. you won't. No, <laughs> well, so I've reached a point in my career where I don't have to do my own <laughs> open houses. Heather. <laughs> Heather's in that boat. I, uh, I just, yeah. You just probably like the control of like being there. Absolutely. Total psycho control freak of like, I'm going to be there. And I'm still in that phase, even though I've been doing this for almost eight years, I'm still in that phase where I feel that I have to prove my worth so much to my sellers because I know that money's coming directly out of their pocket. And Mm -hmm. I'm over here like, I'm going to work it so hard. Yeah, that's good. I I don't know. You guys probably just have so many open houses that you can't get to all of them. No, no, I I will take it. I, I think... I think usually there's another agent that can do the open house better than I can. And oh. actually, you know, I just normally on a Saturday, we have a little bit older kids than Kaylin. Saturday and Sundays are just rough with That's soccer. Right. And just so if I've got, I have an agent in my office that kind of, I let her do most of my open houses because, you know, she's got the whole day devoted That's to, right. she just does it right. And Balloons, she does exactly signs, how I would like. Cookies. And I am pretty specific. I'm like, you need to play Leon Bridges. You need to light this candle. You need to, like, I, like, it needs to the ambiance be the ambiance of what I would want. But I've just, I'm usually flying from Plano. Yeah. And I, it's just, it's a lot. And their enthusiasm for yeah. it and their knowledge of what's going on. And, yes. and again, it is good training. You know what? Let's consider it that we are helping to train the younger generation of realtors that we've been talking about well, today. Well, they, a lot of times, are looking for new buyers. Yeah, right. And so they're a little bit more engaged with those buyers than I would be. Because I'm like, well, if you don't like it, there are eight other people who do. So, like, forget about it. But they're, like, engaged. Like, oh, would you like to put in an offer? Yes. Well, I'll help you do that. Yes. So right. they do. I agree. They're trying to get new business, which yes, can be helpful. They can actually, you know, get a little more information. Well, and clearly you two are killing it on Zillow. So you guys are getting all, I actually took a break. I need to get back on. I don't know. Heather's saying no. Heather's saying still on, still going strong over here. She's like, don't get back on. I've got it covered. (laughs) Well, I'm not the norm. I mean, in fact, lots of people in our office, like if there's a Zillow question that always comes to me, because it's all I've ever done. Like when I started, I don't know if I've told you this, like when I started, I was working a full-time job and I just joined this brokerage that was like very hands-off. Like I got zero training, like, and I didn't, I wasn't in a position where I could solicit or in fact, we had, I guess if my old boss is listening, cats out of the bag, I had to kind of keep it a secret because I had to keep my job because we were refinancing our house. Like, so I had to keep my whole first year sort of like not a secret, but so that was a good way just to kind of get like, you know, Joe Smith wants to see this house just to get those leads rolling in the door but then I ended up loving it and like she said all most of my Zillow people are my good friends now yeah and they're normal and they're great let's interview them I know oh I've got some good ones do you (laughs) let's not interview the or the ones that we had to not yeah the ones that are not supposed to be married oh yeah yeah maybe not they're out well yeah it's it's fine (laughs) Casey Thank you so much for coming I on know, today. I just talk to Are we done already? Well, what I think is going to happen is I'm going to hit that end of the record and this session is just going to keep going yes. and you're going to give us even better stuff, Casey, offline, I think. But no, we have taken up too much of your time. I know that you are a full-time She's realtor. Like, no, She's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I signed up for a two-hour episode. Like, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> I haven't finished my drink yet. Yeah. I know. Oh, cats out of the bag on that. Um, no, we love you. Will you please come back and do this again with us? 
Um, yes. Okay. <laughs> She's like, uh, we'll see how this Casey, goes. I don't know if Heather I knows heard this. I my voice on the radio. You're going to love it. My, oh, yeah. my dream is for us to do a live show at some point, obviously. And I'm going to need, Casey, I'm going to need you there. <gasps> I'll, be gonna, your, I'll be your hype girl. We'll be take my this hype show girl. on the road. We are taking this show on the road at some point, as soon as we can get our act together. Is but no. like Dave Ramsey. Yes. <laughs> no. We would think smart less, but you know, whatever you want to think, Casey. Um, But no, we adore you. We know you to be a fantastic realtor. Y'all, if you, uh, obviously, if you do not decide to work with Heather or I, Casey's going to be our next recommendation. I'll be your third choice. Yes. Casey Strawn with Burt Ladner in Fort Worth is a fantastic realtor and we love having you here. Thank you. It's been my joy. Thank you. Absolutely. So come back and, and to listener, we've got a lot more guests lined up, actually really fantastic stuff. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Always be closing. Hello, I live here. Always be closing. I've never been to your apartment. So real. What else do we need? We need closure.